Welcome to our PME. This is Saratoga Beth. Kanika, why do we eat latkes? Why do we eat donuts? That's what we want to know. It's the million-dollar question, and it's not the. It's a really very. It's a most fun, profound reason. Of course, we know that we don't on Kanika. We don't specifically have a suda. We don't have to wash. It's the only meal, the only yanta that we don't have to wash. So one of the things is, um, we'll just review for a second. At a Yontas meal, it says there are four different there are four different meals, four different foods that we eat. We spoke about this yesterday. We just didn't re- record it. We eat bread and water. You have to wa- what's a suda? You have to wash from icy. You have bread, and you can't manage if you don't drink water. So water is a crucial thing. And we were saying that those two things, bread and water, basic food and water. You can't live without them. Four days without water, 30 days without food, something like that. That's it. So, and, and every one of those foods, sorry, we eat four different foods at a Yanta's meal. Bread and water, wine for Kiddush, and oil. We'll see what oil is in a second. Obviously, this is the holiday of oil. This is not the holiday of bread and water. So, think about it like this. There are different parts of Tyre, and each food represents that, that part. The bread and the water are the basics that we need. If you don't have food and water, you can't go for 10 years. You can't really, it seems like four days is the limit without water, but hopefully you can stretch the the limit. So those two things are basic. So what's basic in Tyra that you need that to to live a Jewish life? Halakha. You need to know the basic halakha in order to live a Jewish life. So... If there are two parts of Tyra, there's Migla Tyra, Reveal Tyra, Gemara, and there's Kneemisa Tyra. Those are the only two parts. Migla Tyra, Gemara, Halakha, corresponds to bread and water. It tells us what you have to do, how you have to, how, it's the survival mode. You know, we talk about these these days. All, all coaching is about, are you surviving or are you thriving? To survive, you know, are you basically surviving? To basically survive, you need bread and water. Even in, you know, wherever, so we shouldn't know about it, they gave bread and water. So because they wanted people to survive, they wanted people to survive. So that means that, in a sense, when we're learning Gemara, when we're learning this of Nikola Tyrus, why are we learning it? We need to survive as Jewish people. And remember... Just to make it a little more, a little sweeter or a little more complex. If we remember that in the time of the Magid, the Mizritcher Magid, when the Alter Rebbe said, oh no, people disagree with the, people don't understand, Repentless Karzer didn't understand, why do you need Kanina Satira? And the Alter Rebbe came along and told the famous story about the king with the sun, with the crown jewel, and everybody knows it. And you have to grind up the crown jewel because the Jewish people have to survive. Survive. See that? First you have to survive. You can't be wearing jewelry if you're not a... First you have to survive. So you need Niglaf Tyra to survive. And therefore, every single yant, if you eat a meal, with basic survival food. The bread includes kind of, you know, you can add along some fish and some salad and some chicken and some soup and some meat and all that other stuff. But it's basically to survive. Good. And and there are all those circles, um, 
Jewish circles that say, that's all you need. Now, it's an interesting, yeah, we have to, it's an interesting question because you think anybody agrees these days that all, all you need to do is survive? Nobody agrees with that. So what's the next one? You have to thrive. So what enables you to thrive? Now we have the other two kinds of food that we eat at a Yontas meal. One is wine and the other one is oil. The wine does two things. It takes you out. It's a, wine kind of takes you out of this world. It really does. It's, you know, you're, we were saying yesterday, you're going into Shabbos and you're thinking, I broke my zipper and it's, and to replace the zipper is so expensive and I, it's my favorite jacket. And it, you're all, you know, we pick ridiculous problems. You're all bent out of shape as you're starting Shabbos because you just broke your zipper. You need to let go of that energy of, of, I broke my zipper. Why? Why do you have to let go of it in order to enter Shabbos? Or as Shabbos says. Yeah, and also, Shabbos is a whole other frequency that if I'm thinking 25 hours about my zipper, I'm going to miss Shabbos. They'll say, how was Shabbos this week? I said, I didn't, oh, I, I, I didn't see it. We didn't have Shabbos. I had a zipper crisis for 25 hours. I had a weekday crisis for 25 hours. So there's nothing broken in Shabbos. During the week, everything's broken. My zipper was just an example of all the things that get broken during the week. So the first thing we do at a Shabbos meal is we have wine. It takes us out of the weekday reality, the zipper problem, or the parking problem, the parking ticket problem. Oh, nuts. I double parked for three minutes outside of David Malka, and I got a parking ticket, and oh, no. I, it wouldn't be a great idea to spend the entire Shabbos 25 hours thinking about the parking ticket, because then I wouldn't really have a Shabbos. Good. So we drink wine. And it takes us out of the world. And one other thing, when you drink wine, the secrets come out. What's the secret that needs to come out on Shabbos? That during the week doesn't seem to come out. Let's say I, I broke my zipper Friday morning. I'm upset because there's a, there's a secret there that when I discover it, I won't really be so upset. What's that secret? Right, and Hashem's inside. Hashem's inside this zipper thing. That, and he's like, he's saying, you think this is this is a real problem, the zipper? I say, yeah, I do. And he said, I did it on purpose. Said, what? I thought you would help me out of this. He said, no, I did it on purpose. Why? Well, I want to tell you a secret. I have I have a master plan, and it's only good. This master plan is only good. And therefore, that's the secret. The secret inside of all of this is that Hashem is inside of everything. That's why we drink wine. What does wine correspond to in Tyra? What does wine correspond to in Tyra? The secrets of Tyra. Razin of Tyra. Secrets of Tyra. There's something even deeper than that. There's secrets of secrets. Okay, now. So if wine takes you out of the world, it takes you somewhere else. And as and besides that, um, corresponds to the secrets of Tyra, 
What kind of secrets of Tyra take you away from the world? Kabbalah takes you away from the world. Right? Where does it take you? You know, into the world of Achilles, Atik, Arich, etc. Brius, there all these worlds that take you in Malchus of Achilles. It takes you into all of these places and it takes you out of the world. So that, I mean, I know somebody who, you know, when we were learning Shari Yichud, again, she felt that, you know, she, she, Shari Yichud is not Kabbalah, that's the truth. Let's just say that when people would learn Kabbalah, they would have to be married in 40 years old, all of that. They have to be grounded because otherwise they're going to fly out of the world. Most probably, they won't be grounded. Not grounded means you're going to fly up out of the world. So that's what, that's what wine corresponds to, the secrets of Torah, Kabbalah. So what is oil? Remember we said there are four foods that you have at a young system. What does oil correspond to? Because oil is the thing. So oil is, oil is what we're all about on Hanukkah. All we celebrate is oil. So oil is about, it's rosin to rosin. It's the secrets of secrets. These secrets don't take you away from the world. It, it corresponds to Tainuk. Sorry, let, let's, I'll leave that for a second. It's the secrets of secrets. You know what the secrets of secrets really are? Not, huh, what are the spiritual worlds like? It's not teaching, it's not bringing you up to the spiritual world to understand them. No, it's not. The secrets of secrets, right, show you the secrets of this world. If you're, if you're eating olive dip with, uh, you know, pizza bread, what is olive dip with pizza bread really? Not how do you make it, not how much do you eat. What is it really? In the deepest, the deepest, I want to know the deepest secret about pizza and olive dip. That kind of, that's called chassidus. That's community society. That doesn't take me out of the world. It takes me more into the world, but it takes me into the truth of the world. Because if I'm learning Kabbalah, I'm not eating olive dip. I'm, I'm up there. Nobody's eating olive dip when they're learning about Atik and Arab. Otherwise, you know, they're kind of interesting people. When I'm learning chassidus, it takes me deeply into the world. I finally understand why I have a craving for all of this, let's say. I finally understand, you know, all the things that kids think about. Kids really do. Let's say a child is sitting there, lives in Eretz Yisrael. He's always watching, you know, for the first five years he watches, everybody takes the hummus and they dip it in and they, and, and let's, they dip it into to to the olive dip, or sorry, they take the pizza and they dip it into the hummus and they, they eat it this way. Then he comes with his parents to the United States and he sees, no, they eat it in a different way. And he really wants to know. That's so interesting. Why do they eat it like this and they eat it like that? And he asks his parents and they say, did you do your homework or whatever? You know, like, basically they don't have the answer. Unless, right? Or they say, whatever. Did, did you and Did you say... He's not getting the answer. He wants to know why does everything work the way it was, the way it does. Is that a good question? You don't remember those questions when you were a little kid? I always thought about this question. Why? I remember a woman once wrote an article. Yeah. So we're saying it's not so much. We're saying that this idea about why why is everything the way it is in the world? Why you know why do you need eggs to hold together the lascas? 
there's the cooking reason, but then there's the real, there's the, there's the reason I'll teach Tina There's the secret of the secret, and it's a really fun secret. Because there's, everything has a tikkun, right. Right. And everything has, right. And one of the things that's so yummy about, about these Hasidus, about Pneumus Hatayra is, even if you feel like you know, oh yeah, you know, in, in, in Lubavitch land, we learned all, all, all the, you know, oh, this is because of that, and that's because of this, and, and then you start learning Tafre Samachvav, let's say, of the, of, of, of the Rebbe Rashab, and it's a whole other world that's deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper, and it's amazing. And it says that the title we're learning now, as amazing as it is, is nothing. It's going to be nothing compared to the depth with which we will understand things in Yemaisa Mashiach, the, the, the Tyre of Mashiach. So all of this, let's say Tyre of Mashiach, all these deep, deep, deep secrets about the world, this world here, that's all the oil of Tyre. That's Pneumus of Tyre. It's called Chassidus, the oil of Tyre. The wine of Tyre teaches you about up there, the spiritual world. The oil of Tyre teaches you about all the world. All the world. Every, it teaches you about what is the essence of everything and anything. What is the essence of a shoelace? What is the essence of a chocolate bar? What is the essence of Atik? What is the essence of Arif? What is the essence of a Silas? What is the essence of a bridge? And on and on and on. We could make this list like for hours. What is the essence of anything? So that corresponds to oil. Because the oil is in, not because, but the oil is in everything. It's the essence of everything. When many, many years ago there was the oil embargo, Everything became very, that was, I don't remember when, in the 70s, in the, in the men, in the, in the, in the 80s. Why did everything become very expensive when there was an oil embargo? Because we found out then, I remember I went to buy carpeting. And I said, what, so expensive, last year was much cheaper. And they said, the oil embargo. I said, what does oil have to do with my carpet? They said, you didn't know that there's oil in the manufacture of a carpet? Well, I guess I know now. So oil is somehow in everything. Okay. So, so we're going to see, and we are in the, the festival of oil. We don't, we don't necessarily eat bread or any of that. We are here about oil. So this is the yontif of the essence of all things. Right? This is, this is the yontif of, of, of discovering when we really came to understand the essence of all things. We'll see tomorrow, Hanukkah, Nutes Kislev is one piece. But there's the junior level and the senior level. Kanak is the junior level, and Yosef Kislev is the senior level. We'll see that tomorrow. So, now, now with this in mind, let's go to Alaska, or actually a donut, Suskania. So, what's Suskania? Sorry, I'm going to, uh, one more piece, and then I'm going to ask you what Suskania is. Now, you see the way that, that the Rebbe teaches Chassidus, and it's based, he teaches Chassidus in, in that he takes a Pusik and often, a Pusik and Nigla, and he wraps it around with, um, with penis and tyro. In other words, he is so distracting. Everybody, everybody's indicating to everybody, like, let's, they're easier to deal with than all this. Oh, it's just, sorry. So he wraps it around. What does that mean? Let's say you'll see in a mimer, um, it says that in order to drink tea, you have to drink this much. Boom. That was just the bread and water, right? The basic, the basic pasuk about, about what to do. And then what does it say in the mimer? 
And therefore, it says, Al-Panini says, Taira, what is the, you know, how much tea do you have to drink in order to make a bracha? Once, boom, we got the bread and water part. Now, and therefore, it says, Al-Panini says, Taira, that's the mimer. That really, this means that, and that means this, and this means that, and that means this. So what you're getting is, in a mimer, the basic, halacha, and then a specific discourse. Like, you know, deeper than the sifa. And then you get all the hefter, all the explanation, all the deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper explanation of this basic thing. Are you able to picture that? When, you see, when, when you're learning a mimer, based on, that's, it's based on that. Okay, now, and, and there's a reason for it too, because when we discovered what we discovered, we'll talk about it tomorrow, Hanukkah time, we kind of figured out, Oh, I got it. Hashem's in everything. Oh, that's amazing. That's kind of what we discovered. That's a sneak preview of tomorrow. Once we did that, did we jump into learning Hasidus? Uh, no, there was no Hasidus. We still were learning for 2,000 years after that, Nigla of Cyrus. We were still learning the basics. But then it started to be peppered with a little bit of the deeper stuff, the oil of Cyrus. Okay. Now, so what is this? The way a mimer is constructed, if you could make a physical recipe, if you could make a physical thing that that would be the counterpart of a mimer, what would it look like? It would look like a donut. A donut. If you could construct a physical thing that would have the same energy as a mimer, what would it look like? It will look like a donut. Why? A donut is made up of bread and water. Flour and water. But then you put you, you you put oil in it. You fry it in oil and the reason that you eat the donut is not for the bread and water part because of oil. You want to taste the oil through through the, the flour and water. That's a donut. But it's a different thing. One second. You want why? What you want to? The reason we make it says here. La higher. I have to read it. When we're eating a donut, remember we don't eat a. We don't necessarily wash and eat a yantif suda on 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 um, on Hanukkah. It's not one of the things we need to do. We do have a min minhag to eat latkes or sukkanya or donuts. Achilles Michael Zeth who beglal Hashemin. You eat the donut for the oil. You eat the donut for the oil. It's specific. I, okay, these days people bake them, whatever. You eat the donut for the oil. So why don't you, if, if Hanukkah is all about oil, why shouldn't we then? Drink oil. You can't drink oil. Why not? 
Why can't you? Okay, you have to mix it with something. Ah, here's the hint. You can't drink it by itself. So I'm going to read you this paragraph. The dogma, the example is that um, wine shows, we're going back to wine shows on the secrets of fire. Now, sorry, I'm just going to jump back for one second. Wine, do you drink, if somebody said, except in France, but normally if you say, oh, wow, this, this, these pickles are so, are so salty, um, does somebody, does somebody have a big glass, you know, does anybody have a, a, a wine bottle? I need, I need a big drink. If my pickles are too, 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 if let's say this olive dip is too salty, do I, do I say somebody give me a bottle of wine? No. What do I do? Give me a bottle of water. Why don't I say give me a bottle of wine if I'm, you know, not French. Okay. And why that's it? Doesn't quench your thirst? And wine wine is right. And wine is a special mashka that you have at specific times and it's some it's it's an elevated kind of a mashka. That you have at specific times and you make a special bracha on it. You say Bharatriagatan. It's it's set aside as something more malkustic. You don't just, you know, oh, I'm so thirsty, give me, you know, I want to wash it down with wine. The, the dip is too salty. I want to wash it down with wine. Because when you're learning the secrets of Kabbalah, this is not something you just wash down your, uh, you know, oh, no, I got a parking ticket. Teach me about Atik and Arif. You know, let's learn Kabbalah. Learning Kabbalah is not going to calm me down from my parking ticket. It's something very exalted. You have to treat it carefully. Don't take too much. It's, 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 you got to be responsible about how much wine you drink. Because you have to be responsible about how many, how much, how many journeys to Atik and Arich you take. Learning Kabbalah, learning Kabbalah, you have to do responsibly. That's why they used to say, be 40, you have to be 40 years old and you have to be married. You have to treat it carefully. Okay. No, but that was it. I don't know. You know, we don't learn Kabbalah so much. Oh, I think, I don't know any women who used to learn Kabbalah. Right, because but women never learned. No, now it's different. Oh, Madonna doesn't learn Kabbalah. She learns some silly dilly, you know. So, but you see that. You have to be responsible for how, how much wine, how you take in wine and treat it properly. You say a special bracha. It's not just one of the whole shahakos. If right now you're eating a meal and you, you still say barabriyagatan. Because when you're in the world of Kabbalah, be careful. It's very powerful. A little bit is very powerful. Okay. Now one more thing though. Now what about wine? What about oil? So, um, Oil, you can't take straight. Let's, let's leave aside now that there are health, health diets now that people drink oil straight. Yeah. Right. But leave that aside. Oil is not something that's, oh my goodness, this olive dip is so, so, so salty. Anybody have a cup of oil for me to drink? Sounds ridiculous, right? I would never drink a cup of oil. Oh, I'm so thirsty. It's such salty olive dip. Give me a cup of oil. Can't do it. Why not? It's too strong. It's really too strong. 
it would be harmful for the system. Okay. If it corresponds to Hasidus, if it corresponds to Hasidus, then what do I do? Right. I can't really drink oil straight. I can't take in oil straight. So then it sounds like after the story of Hanukkah, after, after, let's just say like this. No. After Hasidus started to be revealed, you couldn't take it straight. The way we see a mimer is, it's based on a, something basic in Taira, like what's the halakha about how many, what the bracha is on tea. And then you, you, you feel the, you, you, you have the, the deeper explanation about the tea. Does that make sense? Okay. Here's a, here's a fun question. How come it says that about the Hanukkah light, the oil light, we don't have permission to use them. I can't use them. I say, oh, no. Well, where are my glasses? I wait. I can't see. What are the ingredients? You know, I'm trying to read the fine print on something. So I don't, nobody says go over to the Menaira and hold the paper by the Menaira. Why not? You're not allowed to. I can't use it for everyday stuff. I can't, I can't find my phone. Okay. You know what? Carry the Menaira around till you find your phone. I can't. I can't do it. Why not? Because it's too high a frequency of light to be able to do that. The light that comes from the Menaira, it's, it's, it's the light of Mashiach. It's not for everyday use. So it's not only you're not allowed to, you wouldn't be able to. It's from another world. The light of Mashiach is in the Menaira. It's from another world. It's the oil of Tyre. It's the stuff that you can't just give me. A, so Thursday, give me a cup of oil. It's 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 a it's a level of truth that's so elevated that you can't do it. That you can't just guzzle it down. So um because you are not a vessel. Your stomach and that cup of oil are not a good shit. You're not a vessel for such a high level. So what do you have to do? How are you supposed to have the oil? When you want to eat oil, what should you do? Mix it with something else. So I want to taste oil on Hanukkah because one is we, we celebrate it, we burn the oil. But I also want to Taste the oil. The mitzvah is to burn the oil. It's more spiritual, right? The mitzvah is to have the, the, the whole other reason, because light is, it, it, we're talking about a spiritual thing that was going on in Hanukkah time. So we're going to celebrate it with a, with a spiritual way. They weren't after us physically. They were after us spiritually. They were out, it was a spiritual war. So then, what am I going to celebrate it physically? Doesn't make sense. It was a spiritual war. So I'm going to celebrate in a spiritual way. What is spiritual? Light. It's sort of on the border between physical and spiritual. With light. I'm not going to celebrate it by, by, by eating more bread. So why do we have this minhag? Do we do, but for us, we're Jews. So anything that goes on in our lives, we want to taste. <laughs> if it happens, I want to eat it. 
you know, everybody knows the joke. And I, I think, you know, the, uh, what was it? Paro tried to get us. We turned him into a matzo ball. Everybody knows it, right? Paro. Kamuru. Right, right. We're really probably the only people who are very, that's the whole other thing. We're the only people who are very comfortable with the idea that if there was something very exciting that happened, something very high, let's eat it. There is no religion. I'm not going to say no other religion because we're not a religion. There is no religion in the world who says if there was something very, very elevated that happened to our people, let's eat it. Let's eat the victory. They're like, because for them, it's like spiritual is spiritual. And eating is eating. And they may have weight problems just like us because they eat a lot. But they're not comfortable with the fact that they do. We're the only ones who say, ah, what are you cooking for, Yantif? They're never comfortable with the fact that they indulge in physical things. We proudly stand up and say, I made a lot of latkes and we ate a lot of latkes. It's a different thing. Everything that we experience spiritually, we say, let's eat it. So that's why it's the joke. Haro made trouble for us. We turned him into a masa ball. Haman made, made trouble for us. We turned him into a cookie. Uh, what else? Uh, Antiochus made trouble for us. We turned him into a donut or a latke. And that's why, you know, that's a joke. And therefore, all our supposed enemies now... What kind of food are we going to turn them into? Really, in a way, you know, what we're talking about, about the enemies are dissolving. Really, you want to sort of look at anybody, when today, when people say, what about anti, what about anti, what about anti-Semitism? What about this? What about that? I say, don't worry, your job is to think what food we're going to turn these bad guys into. <laughs> Right? Well, I, you see, as soon as we said it, wine appeared here. What food are we going to turn these guys into? Because if we are victorious over the world, we're going to turn it into, a, into food. Um, okay. So, why are we eating donuts? Because we want to taste what? We want to taste the oil. So, why don't we then just drink oil? We can't because, and we have to mix it with something else because it's too. One second, one second. We can't mix it with something else. It's too high. It's a whole other frequency. It's a frequency of the essence of all things. It's too high. So that is what the donut is. Let's say it like this. To try to make it simpler. When we had the victory of Hanukkah, we found out something. It wasn't just that we won the war. We don't celebrate the war that we won with the Greeks. That's how we celebrate. We celebrated something. We found out something, and that's why we celebrate. Okay, but we found out a piece of information. The very thing the very thing that they wanted to do to us, we found out we're not going to let them. What did they want to do to us? Right. They wanted us to say, to say 
I learned Tyra. We said, no, 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 we learned Hashem's Tyra. They said, no, 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 you can't say that. Say, I learned Tyra. We say, no, I'm not going to say it. Say, I learned Tyra. Say, no, I learned Hashem's Tyra. He said, no, 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 off with your head. Let's do it again. Say, I want to learn Tyra. We said, no, I want to learn Hashem's Tyra. And it went back and forth until we got it. That's what they're fighting us about. They said, you're going to say it's Hashem's Tyra? We won't stop fighting you. I get it. What do you think Hashem wanted me to figure out then? Why did he send us these enemies? What did he want me to figure out with the story of Hanukkah, with the whole, the whole war? He wanted me to figure it out. Us to figure it out. When we figured it out, the whole thing ended. What did he want us to figure out? That it's Hashem's Tyra. That, what does that look like? That in all of everything that you see going on, and all the food you eat, and all the things that happen, all the basic things that happen in life, the parking, right, right, the, the, the parking spot and the this and the that, everything that happens in life, the bread and water, basic survival of life. Hey guys, guess what? There's more than just basic survival. The oil in, what, what Hashem was saying is, in every bread and water basic kind of situation that happens in your life, if it's the zipper, the parking spot, the boots, the phone, you lost your phone, all that stuff. That's all like, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't survive unless I have my phone. Right. Right. So this basic bread and what we're going to call all these things in which I lost my phone, I don't know what to do, they didn't, Amazon, somebody took my package, Amazon didn't send it, what do I do? Oh no, I couldn't get a ticket to Israel, I couldn't get a ticket from Israel, it was too expensive, all these other things. This is basic bread and water kind of stuff. Hashem said, there's oil in there. The essence of me and the essence of truth is always in there. Ah, are you seeing that? Hashem is saying, don't be fooled when you see basic stuff. Realize there's always oil in there. All of life is a suskaniya. All of life is a donut. All. There's no such thing. There's no such thing in truth as, it's just a parking spot. It has nothing to do with God. I remember somebody told me they were going out on Shaduchim and somebody in their family said to them, the family wasn't from, they said, do yourself a favor. When you go on a, a date, when you go on Shaduchim, don't talk about God. It's very, you're going to bore them. But no, no, went over here in these circles, that's it. And we have a friend who's, okay, Shalom. She, her first question would be, to test the guy, is he worth going out with or not? She would ask, so what's your relationship with God? If he would say, I feel that's a personal question, she would say, have a nice day. Move on. So if you wanted, somebody was like, that's all they want to talk about is their relationship with God. So, but basically what we're saying is life is a, a donut. Life is, I thought life was just survival. You know, bread and water, make sure you don't get a parking ticket. Make this, and that's good enough. It's good enough to just work on surviving. Hashem says, nope. You have to recognize there's oil in everything. Oil is the essence of me, the essence of you. We're all one piece. The essence of Tyra, the essence of truth, the essence of eternity, the essence of Mashiach. It's all in every single situation. You did not get a parking parking ticket other than the essence of Mashiach is, is inside of that, that, that situation. So when we eat a donut, in a way, we want to taste the oil. We eat it for the oil. 
we want to recognize that the essence of truth is in everything. Every annoyance and every opportunity is in everything. And when we eat the, the donut, it sort of gives us access to that. And, 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 but one thing we see now, which is different, sorry, sorry. So let's go back for one more second. So the Rebbe says that after we figured this out on Hanukkah, we said, oh my goodness, Hashem is in, the whole Torah is really about Hashem. Oh, that's so amazing. Would you give your life up for that? They said, yeah. You realize it was the same people who said, I don't need Tyra. When they were challenged, said, I will, they, I will give up my life and fight to the end to prove that it's Hashem's Tyra. To prove that there's oil, Hashem's essence is in the whole Tyra. So you would think, right after Hanukkah, everybody's going to start learning the oil of Tyra, the deep Chosidus. Everybody's going to learn Chosidus. For 2,000 years. It took 2,000 years to start learning Chosidus. When did we start learning Chosidus? A couple of hundred years ago. When did we start learning Simeon Satyra? A couple of hundred years ago. We had a good 2,000 years when all we had was this vague feeling that there's oil in everything, that Hashem is in everything. That's all we had, is this vague feeling. And the way we were learning, the way we were learning Tyra after Hanukkah was clearly... We were still learning Gemara. In fact, the Gemara was Ersh, the Mishnah was going to be written down then. We were learning basically Gemara and Mishnah, what you have to do, but it was flavored with the stuffless memory of what we went through on Kanaka. But this is not Tyra, this is Hashem's Tyra. So then here's the question. At what point would Hashem finally say, now you can learn the oil of Tyre straight. You don't even need it mixed anymore. Which? Right, but besides that, when can we start learning the deepest part of Tyre, you know, Chassidus, without mixing it with anything else? Tavshinun base, the Rebbe said it. Parshish Lachlacha. The Rebbe said, now we start learning just Maishim Be'etim. We start doing Avaitis Maishim. We start learning the deepest Chassidus that isn't necessarily practical. It's just learning very, very high stuff. We spent, two, we spent several hundred years learning Chassidus as kind of, you know, very uh, grounded. And then we start to move on to learning Maishim Be'etim. But, but again, that's that that's a very recent thing. But but essentially how we want to end off is this idea that everything we do now in this holiday we do because we want to feel the oil. I want to feel and I feel it. I I, I want to feel that if I pulled up to my car at one thirty one and there was already a ticket on my car, he had twenty five seconds to put a ticket on my car. And it's really expensive, and I'm furious. I want to feel, oh, no, don't worry. This is a very oily parking ticket. What does that mean, it's an oily parking ticket? The greasy, right. Hashem has a perfect plan, and he loves me, and he doesn't make mistakes, 
and this is actually my personal way to Gula, and he'll probably give me the money for the ticket anyway. In other words, I can feel like, oh, my goodness, a parking ticket. I can't believe it. I was busy learning a mimer, and now I need this. What do I need this for? It has nothing. I don't want to feel anymore that what I'm learning and what's happening with my parking ticket has nothing to do with each other. I want to feel that every parking ticket is greasy. I want to feel that every parking ticket is permeated with oil, with the essence of Hashem. Oh, wow. I can't believe it. Hashem is the one who gave me the parking ticket. I thought it was that nasty, uh, that nasty policeman. No, it wasn't. I want to feel like it's the, you know, I remember when I first got married, I spilled all the chicken soup five minutes before Shabbos all over the floor. I, I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy. Right? I was lucky that somebody said to me at that point, don't worry, it's a big bracha, it's just a very concealed bracha. Basically, it was greasy chicken soup, meaning I wanted to feel like this is greasy chicken soup, meaning I got it. Hashem's in the chicken soup. Oh, my goodness, I never thought of that. So if he's in the chicken soup, he made it spill. Oh, my goodness, he made it spill. Right? Like Suri said, with the chicken soup before Shabbos. And she said, I, and it was a massive chicken soup. And she said, I, I, I can't believe it. It's it, like, I don't like the smell of it. It was whatever it was, half, 45 minutes before Shabbos. So she said, that's it. She dumped the whole thing out. It was a giant pot. And she ran downstairs to the basement. She opened the fridge. She got a whole bunch of tons of vegetables. She brought them upstairs. And people said, what are you, what are you doing? They'll never be ready. And so she said, watch this. And then whoever it was that walked in, and she, she's feeling them, chopping them. And she's saying, look at my hand. I can't believe it. My hand is moving so fast. I don't know how this hand is moving so fast. Just like, throw it in. Boom, turn it on. Turn it, you know, turn it off before Shabbos. 45 minutes later, it was the best chicken soup they ever had. Right, it was a little She recognized this was no mistake. You know, why? That what? Everything has a reason. And everything has a Shem's reason. And everything even has a nice reason. A nice reason, a yummy reason. If it doesn't feel yummy, I mean, it's a but to say, we, we're not going to say on people's real struggles. But here's my question to you, true or false. Everything, truly, if you go to a high enough level and you look high enough, not the first floor, not the second, you look high enough to the highest realms of Hashem's essence, you do get to see that everything has an, a yummy reason. Does that sound true? Yeah. It's just hard to get to that high level, especially when we're struggling. So everything doesn't just have a reason. That's the Chiddush of Hanukkah. It's saying everything has a yummy reason. But when I'm stuck down here in the mud, I will not be able to see that or feel that yummy reason. And if you know that it is yeah. Hashem, it just makes it easier. Right. If you know, so there's knowing that it's Hashem, and then there's feeling that it's Hashem. When you feel that it's Hashem and you feel like he's doing something yummy, that's the level we want to jump to. He's doing something yummy through my parking ticket. He's not doing something. He's doing something yummy. I'm going to bring this all to summation. It's interesting. So this is the holiday. This is the Yontas in which we kind of come to that. This oil in the Manaira is from a very yummy frequency. It's from a very high frequency 
that's so high, up at that very high frequency, number one, everything's yummy up there. If you go high, 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 high enough, or deep, 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 deep enough into the deepest truth, every single piece of truth is yummy. The source of something? Maybe, yeah, because the source of everything is nothing bad comes from Hashem. So every single thing, if you go high enough. So then, wait a minute. So that's the light of the Manaira. The, the, the light that you see, why are we sitting and looking at the Manaira? We're looking at a frequency embedded in there in which we actually can feel that everything that happens in life is yummy. That's a very, very high frequency. We're not ready at this point to actually embed that in everything in life. It's a very high frequency. First, I have to tune my eyes to that frequency. That's why it's a good reason to just sit there for a good amount of time and just stare at the light of the Manaira because yumminess is it, right? Yummy understanding of truth, of, of reality, and of my life is embedded in those flames. Right. Hashem talks to you and he's like, oh my goodness, I always thought the parking look, I always thought the parking ticket was bad. You know, there, there's a joke. I don't know if I, there, there is a, it's kind of a crazy joke that somebody says, so that it's noisy when I'm saying the joke. Somebody says there's a couple and they're sitting there and, and the, the husband says to the wife, you know, dear, it's 20 years already that your mother's living with us and I, I feel like it's really not working. We have to do something about it. And she says, my mother? I always thought it was your mother. <laughs> so, you know, so what? Parking tickets, I always thought parking tickets are bad, and I did something wrong. What were you thinking? Why didn't you answer your car faster? What were you dreaming? You're sitting and talking on the phone, busy learning my mom, and you couldn't be responsible about the parking tickets? You idiot, you know, how do you get yourself another parking ticket? I always thought bar- parking tickets mean you failed. Right? But I always thought it. I said, if I got a parking ticket, I failed. Because even though they want me to, they, I'm, I'm supposed to move my car exactly at the moment so that I don't get a parking ticket. That's the whole game of parking tickets. Make sure you move the car at the right second so you don't get, and, and if you got yourself a parking ticket, you messed up. You failed. I don't see, I don't know too many people who say, oh, yum, what did you do today? Oh, it was such a great day. I got a parking ticket. You know, except, yeah, people have it in their budget. So, Reb Zalman Garari Olavashalam, they realize they're going to get parking tickets, but Reb Zalman Garari Olavashalam, he used to say, when people said, you know, you can't drive up near 770 before 10 a.m. in the morning because the Rebbe's minion, all the cars are parked. There's no place to park. You know, at 10 o'clock in the morning, near 7.70. He used to say, I don't know why people complain about parking near 7.70. He said, there's plenty of parking near 7.70. There's cheaper parking, and there's more expensive parking. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Like, there, you know, (laughs) in the budget. So there's painful parking tickets, and there are yummy parking tickets. The yummy parking tickets... You know, how can I feel yummy about a parking ticket? I don't think, I no longer think I messed up. I was like, part of the master plan. And the master plan is gorgeous. It's so, it's yummy. So if I want to feel it, what? Right. If I want to feel that yumminess, fast track. 
fast track to feeling the yumminess of Hashem's plan, eat, eat sustenia, eat latkes. And look at the Menorah. Not only look at the Menorah and it, train your eyes. We want to train our eyes with the, the flame of the Menorah to see that very high reality. And we want to taste it too because we want to get it into our, you know, our physicality and like, all right, I was just eating the donut. Oh, I love that parking ticket. Anyway, we should find ourselves. Yes. Yes. Who's going to use Safeg Hashem? And what's Safeg? Soaked. Soaked. Oh, everything is soaked with Hashem. You see that? Tuskania means it's permeated with Hashem. Oh, there you go. It's, you see, it's permeated with oil. It's permeated with Hashem. So may we find ourselves with all the yummy things, and that's why we do yummy things every night. There's another lighting in there, and they give out balloons, and they give out, they give out donuts, and it's part of the thing. You have to eat yummy things on, on Hanukkah because it's time to step into the yummy reality. And Hashem, if you wanted to continue feeling yummy, please do yummy things. It's time for him to realize how yummy we are. No. How yummy, how yummy it will be if he takes us to the Gula Mitzvah Vashlema, and he should do it immediately now. Find ourselves in the base of Midrash with the Menorah immediately now.